Hi, welcome to The First. I'm April. And I'm Steph. Um, this is a podcast about pop culture. In it we talk about music, TV, news, films, books, celebrities, podcasts, gossip. You can find us online on Twitter at The Thirst, soundcloud.com forward slash The Thirst Pod. iTunes, you can search for us, The Thirst. Instagram, we're at The Thirst Pod. You can email us to thethirstpod at gmail.com. And we also have a Tumblr, which is thethirstpod.tumblr.com. But I haven't updated it in a while. Um, April. You, well, I haven't even introduced myself, did I? Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Cut that out. Um, keep that in. Keep that in. Um, this is episode eight. Yeah. I've run out of film sequels, unless I do like episode eight, The Last Jedi, but... Yeah, that's, that's good. That's episode eight, Freddy Returns. Is there that many? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this conversation in the last podcast. Oh, we did? Yeah. Awkward. Um, we are recording this podcast um, slightly earlier than normal, as in, in our podcasting schedule, because um, you're going away soon. I'm going on holiday. So we will have a mi- little bit of a mini hiatus. We would. But um, we'll be back on track for the... Um, the autumn term. Oh yes, we're doing an were. autumn semester. Autumn semester. Um, we're doing this episode a little bit differently this time around, um, mostly because we don't have much time. We have set ourselves a strict hour deadline. Yes. Um, so we figured that because we are slightly strapped for time this time around, time, should I say time? Time. time There's just, more. time is weighing on April's time. mind. Um, we figured that we would do a quick Q&A slash AMA, ask us anything kind What's of the, thing. Oh, uh, okay. What's ask? Our... Oh, ask me anything. Yeah, have you never heard? No, you've I've literally never. You've never seen the Reddit AMAs? No. When like celebrities do it? Absolutely not. This is like an entirely this new thing. This is an entirely new concept. Wow, for me. we should discuss this. There have been some really good Reddit Reddit AMAs. AMA. Have you? That's been on... just the Arts Marketing Association for me. Sure. So. Have you been on the internet before? Um. Yes. Occasionally, yeah. I've dabbled. Dial up. Dabbled, yeah. yeah. Dabbled with my modem. Dabbled with my modem. Um, so we are answering some questions today. We put out a couple of requests on Twitter and on Instagram and through um, personal Facebook pages and also bullied our friends. Just general pestering. Just pestering. Pest, pest, pest. Um, and we've got some, some questions. Um, they're a nice broad range. Yeah, that some... sounds slightly challenging well yeah. no i mean i just mean that some of them are more serious than others oh, okay, some fine. of them are like things we could probably actually drag out to an entire podcast yeah. episode which we probably and we have been known to do that and we have been known to do that so but then some of them are really um really niche niche and um, we're going to be answering these off the cuff as well we haven't done any prep um we've had nope. quite a busy stressful day so we I think... feel like everything goes really well when we don't do yeah, any prep. So. it always goes well when we Can't do wait. no prep doesn't it so we're just going to answer these off um the bat and then probably go actually i don't mean that i mean this thing but that's fine yeah i've reconciled myself to doing that i'm constantly correcting life. bold statements i've made so <laughs> made this big bold statement and i'm you know, sticking that's because by it. i said this actually i meant this yeah um cool so let's um oh i'm gonna answer this one ask you this one first actually go on are it... we gonna alternate yeah good. let's we'll go cool. either or um i'm gonna ask you this one because um i feel like it's a good topic to start with given our experience um in the last 24 hours um so this question is from um alex he says um loving the podcast um what are your opinions about um the modern cinematic experience in the beautiful city of norwich oh when alex says the modern cinematic experience does he mean just cinema today or cinema in modern cinemas Oh, either or. Okay. Your dealer's choice, you go. Oh, oh. What are your thoughts on that? The modern cinematic experience. Fail to share any recent experiences? Well, we've had a few recent experiences. So, 
I've spent, I don't know, we go, April and I go to the cinema pretty regularly yeah. and we've got a membership to our local uh, art house cinema, I guess. You can say, uh, we're not the BBC, City. you can say the name. Yes, yes, Cinema City. Cinema City. Cinema City. Um, and we go there very regularly and uh, it's a really nice uh, little cinema, it's a picture house cinema, it's got a bar, um, you get a slightly older clientele there. Um, and I always like to make a really big point and have done so for months that I always seem to get so much trouble at Cinema City uh, from like like other rude audience members just being really noisy or inconsiderate. And I've made it such a thing that like, oh, you know, if I went to like a mainstream cinema, this wouldn't happen. So yesterday, April and I went and saw it at a mainstream cinema uh, at The View and uh, had like a really, really, really horrendous experience. It's funny of... because I this I because I'm a nerd. Um, I've got quite a comprehensive list of like everything I've seen this year. Yeah. Um, and of all the cinema trips that I've made this year, majority, that was the worst. Yeah, majority of mine have been to Cinema City specifically mm -hmm. because I fucking hate going to multiplexes yeah. because of other people. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like being the type of person that says I hate other people, but. I just don't really like other yeah, people Yeah, and for some reason, well, it, just past experience, I've been saying, like, oh, actually, my experience of other people at Cinema City has been really bad as well. But last night really took the biscuit, so uh, just, normal like, people were just shit. Yeah, I mean, there was, when we saw people. The Beguiled, there was that um, group of people in front of us who were being, like, really insufferable and eating... Doritos. Flaming oh, hot stinky, Doritos. Stinky, stinky Doritos. It was gross. Um, um, yeah. But last night was a bit next level. So I, I of of things to do in Norwich, I always do tend to prefer to go to Cinema City because the clientele is slightly better. Yeah, it is, and it's not as busy. And I, I think, eat, yeah, I eat my words. It's I way prefer Cinema yeah, City. Yeah, I think last night was funny because it was just like for me it felt a little bit like an atypical multiplex experience. So yeah, Cinema City's probably our pick in Norwich. Um, it's a great well usually it's you know noisy Dorito eaters aside um, I guess that's not the biggest problem in life no. uh, Norwich is pretty lucky to have Cinema City it's like a small cinema but it does a lot it shows a lot of films feel, that in limited run that I'm really keen yeah, to I see yeah I feel like it tends to show the things that I want to see I mean without be sounding like a bit of a snob most of the time the only reason I will go to see something at a big multiplex as if it's something that's probably a bit more big blockbustery. Yeah. But even um even Cinema City are known to get those type of things in. So I do just prefer that. I mean Alex's um follow up question is um what makes the perfect cinema trip to um sorry, what makes the perfect trip to the cinema for you guys and what do you think the cinemas could do to improve the experience? Um I really wish that it was like illegal for you to eat in the cinema. Yeah, I'm not bothered about I could happily not eat for two hours in the cinema. I, just, I, I only do it because it's there. So yeah. and that's sort of like my life story with I food. I think about so. like when we saw I mean, this was Cinema City, so it's not even like a multiplex. When we saw Dunkirk, there was that person who was like rustling their bag. Oh my god! And then when Sweet we rappers. and then when we said like, "Can you not?" They then proceeded to do it even more. Like yeah. I just, I, I don't. I enjoy eating in a cinema. I enjoy cinema snacks. Popcorn is the best thing. But I but just, popcorn's so noisy. It's like, so why noisy. is popcorn the chosen cinema? Snack? I don't understand why you would go to the cinema and then have to have a meal in it oh, people and, with but then also be really yeah it's just really noisy and you never do it during the parts that are like quiet no like wait until there's a big explosion to, like i've been known to like pause chewing 
during yeah. a quiet bit and just like hold something in my Same. mouth for a while because I don't want the awkwardness also, of chewing it loudly. Also, there are some films where it's really inappropriate to eat during. Like we like the beguiled. Like the beguiled. Oh, and Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth, which is just silent. When um Tom and I went to see I Daniel Blake. Yeah. And like there were people near us that were like tucking, and it just felt so grossly inappropriate. I was like, why are you literally eating like a bag of chips That's during this film? Annoying. So weird. So that yeah, no no eating, no food. Yeah, or like um, silent snacks. Mm. I always feel I also like Cinema City uh, because it's just a big plug for Cinema City, isn't it? Um, I do like the fact that there's a bar. I that never go nice. again. It's kind of a win lose because I would never go overboard buying like alcohol in the cinema. I like to have like a glass of something yeah. at the cinema. It's like a little treat. But on the flip side. The reason that I've had trouble in Cinema City sometimes is like drunk middle class people um, thinking that Tom, it's okay to be noisy. Tom and I went to see Inside Lewin Davis, the Coen Brothers film, like when it came out. And I've been really excited to see it. I love the Coen Brothers. I love Oscar Isaac. Um, the cast is just insane. It was set during a you know time period that I adore. And then... Um, there, like for the first 20 minutes there was this couple sat next to it was a late showing as well like probably yeah. at nine o'clock and there was a couple next to us that were just like completely wasted and they were being so so annoying and disruptive but then they left so that was fine okay goodbye but they were just like oh we don't like this we're going so you know fine yeah so, i wish yeah so i guess in an ideal snacks. world kill off half the population of yeah. the universe yeah ban snacks yeah um and uh also, well, no, you wouldn't have to if we'd killed half the universe, but cinemas actually taking it upon themselves to eject troublesome people. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the problem last night. Yeah, last night there were people causing a lot of trouble for everyone in the cinema and the basically the cinema staff were too chicken to do anything about it. My, my problem with that was just that, like, it's not those rowdy people's experience of the cinema that's going to... of watching that film particularly no. is going to be ruined. It's mine. Yeah. Like, it was ours. Like, yeah. So. And like everyone else is around us. So it annoyed me that they weren't like they weren't strong enough to go in and like just drag them just out drag and get them rid out. of them. Like and their excuse was, Oh well, you know, it's difficult because like if we ask them to leave they're not gonna go quietly and it's like well they're not staying hey, quietly either. The thing so. is though, right, most films now in cinemas are probably all digitally projected. Just pause it. Yeah. Well, this is what I... Uh, Ash, so I was talking to our friend Ashley about it today. And she said, do you remember when like we used to go to the cinema when we were teenagers? Mm -hmm. And the cinema that we went to would actively pause a film in yeah. order to chuck people out. It's possible. It's like, please just do that. I don't care if we have to pause it. Also, toilet break. But, oh, if we had an interval, oh, hey, wouldn't so that be lovely? I remember when I was a kid and I went to see Titanic at the cinema, there was an interval. It's not even that. I think it's like three hours, but they had yeah. an interval. Little interval for three-hour films, because you know we like our films in 90-minute chunks. Yeah, I can't. Um, I get really touchy. That would be nice as well. My turn. Yep, your turn. Okay, I'm going to do one at random. Ooh, go ahead. Oh, I chose one that's quite hard. Okay, so this is from Lee Allen. And he asks, uh, or he says, you meet a new person and you have to give them a book, <laughs> a record, and a film that perfectly sums you up, what do you give them? Do you want to go first or should I? No, you go first. I find this really hard. Um, I'd probably give them um, a record by The National. Fine. That um, makes sense. Or Ryan Adams. Yeah. They would be my two choices for you. Yep. Um, ooh, film. Probably a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. Don't know which one. Maybe Royal Tenenbaums. Um, and then um, book. 
Uh, the book one's really hard. I don't know. I always feel like because my, my favorite book in the entire world is On the Road by Jack Kerouac, but that's such a like. Do you feel like it's a cliche? Cliche, yeah. You're like, so oh yeah, it's my favorite book. I'd probably give them a little life. Yeah. By Hanyan um, Yanagihara, like that's probably the best book I've read in the last five years. Yeah. Um, or maybe The Secret History by Donna Tartt. Yeah. Those are the my two biggies. They're quite mammoth. If I, if I'm going for my own, essentially my own like Seth Cohen starter pack, those are fairly representative of who I am. I feel like they are. Just really depressing. Yeah. Thoroughly depressing. Yeah. What would yours be? Uh, I think a record would probably be The Cure's Disintegration. How good shout. Just Wish I'd gone for Because it is also like my favourite record ever, but that probably sums me up fairly yeah. well. Yeah, oh, interesting. I wish um, I'd gone for that angle. Keep going. Yeah. Um, Film-wise, the first that springs to mind is Lost Boys, just because... That is very, it that's is, very representative. It's fairly of representative of me. It's got the right tone for the yeah. sort of things that I enjoy. Yeah. It's got someone who's attractive in it, and it's yeah. got a good soundtrack and 80s hair um and that's kind of my vibe a nice mix of like cheese and horror good shout uh book books really hard books are really hard i don't really like going for classic literature you know even though i do have an ma um <laughs> i don't know um drop that was the same sound of steph dropping that into that was me yeah just dropping my clang just dropping that into <laughs> conversation um for some reason, I was thinking of Perks of Being a Wallflower just because oh, it is God, yeah. like, I feel like that's fairly representative of that's a, good shout. a lot of anxieties I've had growing up. So it, yeah, it hits, it ticks a lot of, I don't think it's me now, but I think it's ticked a lot of boxes. No, I like um, that angle. I think of that's me a good as a person growing up. So I'd probably go for Perks of Being a Wallflower. Good shout. Um, this one's quite a quick one, but it made me laugh when I saw it. Um, Besotted Geek Podcast asked, um, scone rhymes with stone or scone rhymes with prawn? Prawn? I think because you can't really... What, scorn? You, but scorn? Can't, you can't really describe it anyway, phonetically. So, so scone or scone? Scone or scone? It's a scone. Do you say scone? I think I say scone. You say scone, I, I say know, scone. actually. I think I... Hang on, I'm reassessing. Uh, I'm going to have an afternoon tea... Tea and scones. Tea and scone. Do you want... I don't know, Tom... Are you going to get a scone or a cake? Oh, I don't know. Scone oh. or a cake. Do you know what? I think I probably just mix them up. I think I go interchangeable. Yeah. Tom is very staunchly in the scone camp. Yeah. Um, his mum's from the north of England um, and he says scone. I have absolutely no uh, connections to the north at all, so maybe I should say scone. Scone. Do you sounds... say vase or vase? Vase. Vase. Fine. Um, what else? There was going to be another one that I was just thinking of. What was it? Vase, vase, scone, scone. Scone. Um, it's a scone, isn't it? I think it is a scone. But I don't know. It's got an E on it, so it probably should be scone. It's cone with an S on it. Scone. <laughs> it's cone with a... a you know, scone. if you worked in advertising, that would be how you would pitch, like, doing advertising for scones. What? A cone, cone with an S on with it? an S on it. <laughs> Like the episode of Friends. Marketing where 101. <laughs> like, have you seen the episode of Friends where Chandler gets into marketing and he's like, Yes! Socks there. Blah. Yeah. Scone. It's a cone with an S on it. Um, so from now on, I'll probably refer to it as scone because we've had this conversation. But then I think when I say scone, people take the piss out of me. Hello, I'd like a scone. Do you say I'm going to have a shower or get a shower? Have a shower. Who says get? Stephanie does and it's really sweet. 
get a shower. Yeah, I'm going to get well, like, a shower. Well, like, going to go and get one and bring it back. Yeah, I'm going to go and get a shower. No, it's really you're going to have a shower. I Do you say have. front room or living room? Living room. Living room. Do you say, what's your evening meal? Dinner. Yeah, not tea. No, because tea's a cup of tea. Tea's in the afternoon. Yeah. We have tea, but that's like tea. That's but not then dinner. When you're at school, yeah. lunchtime is dinner time. Wasn't for me. Weird though, isn't it? Was it was lunchtime. Evening meal Ooh. is dinner. Oh, yeah, evening meals are dinners. What do you sit on in your front room? A sofa. Settee. No, sofa. Sofa. Or couch. No, Settee, because couch. I don't live Us in America. Um, aluminum or aluminium? Uh, aluminium. Yeah. Do you say, um, oh god, there's a herb, a herb, isn't there? Oh my god, uh, it's not coriander, it's... Oregano or oregano? Oregano, honestly, no, it's oregano. Um, what is the emoji that you use in place of a penis? Oh, um, uh, aubergine. Yeah, not eggplant. No, it's not an eggplant, guys. And it's a courgette, not a zucchini. It's 100% courgette. Also, aubergine emoji sounds so satisfying to say. Aubergine. Aubergine emoji. I think you should all start saying aubergine. Eggplant. Eggplant emoji. It doesn't even look like an egg. Um, also, peppers are peppers, not capsicums. So. Oh, yeah. What's the... Um... And it's not a doona, it's a duvet. Oh, that's weird. Is that yeah, a thing? that's an Australian also, thing. Also, Americans sleep with sheets and not a duvet. Oh, yes, duvet. duvet. Also, your pants are not your trousers. Fanny pack. Bumper. <laughs> oh, my God. Your fanny is really on your front. It's not on your back. <laughs> I don't understand. If why. someone's touched your fanny, that's... that's I mean, it's not great either way, unsolicited, but... It's a, it's a but... bum bag, not a fanny pack. <laughs> don't call it a fanny pack. It's also a dicky bow, not a fanny bow, as my granddad used to call <laughs> it. it. I was like, you're actually just getting genitals muddled up now. That's, that's bizarre. Like, have you seen my fanny bow? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, in conclusion... That um, wasn't a brief question. No, scone, scone. We work either way. Yeah, but it's probably a scone. Uh, I've got a question here from Tristan. Hello. Hi, Tristan. Hi. Um, what band um, did you have a chance to see that you didn't see and you really regret not seeing them? Um, I There were probably a, quite a few, really. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the other day about how there were a whole bunch of shows that came through Norwich when I was a teenager that I just didn't Wish really seen, get yeah. to see. Um, for me, it's not necessarily bands I didn't get to see, but there are bands I didn't get to see at a particular time. Like I, there are like a shitload of like indie bands around the early two yeah. thousands that came to Norwich that I didn't see then, and then saw at a later time. Like I didn't. Kings of Leon played the UBA a couple of times in mm. the early two thousands, and I didn't go. And then I saw them at Leeds in like two thousand and nine, and it was horrendous. Yeah, and I just remember I being like livid. Festival, with myself. yeah, festival's L- not a good time versus worst. like fifteen hundred cap venue. Yeah, um, I don't know. There are a bunch of hardcore bands I probably didn't get a chance to see before they broke up. That's always tends to be the way in punk and hardcore. Like the bands have such a like low expiration period. Mm. Um, I. I can't think of anyone else. No. I don't know. The older I get, the more I get a bit more like, oh, wasn't meant to be. Oh, well. Kind of thing. Say la vie. Say la vie. Say la vie. Um, I really wish I'd seen the National a bunch in their earlier days. Yeah. My friend used to um, used to drive them for a while. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I bet it, I, and I... Not to rub it in, but I bet Yeah, that was a bit like, April. oh, we actually really could have taken advantage of that, but just 
like didn't at the time. That's a bit weird. Oh. Like massive bummer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty prophetic. Of, prophetic. Yeah, about it now. I thought you said I'm pretty pathetic. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty pathetic. I'm pretty pathetic. You know, I'm just a pathetic person. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty okay with stuff now. To be honest, what about you? Um, obviously, my biggest regret will always be not going to see Prince when I got the chance on that twenty-one date tour he did of the O2. I think I didn't go at the time because I didn't have anyone initially to go with. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays, I would have just gone by myself well, yeah, if I had to. Yeah, I mean, I can probably count on. I yeah, can probably think of I was right. younger, just like, mm-hmm. and also I think I was probably just in a like a bit of a hectic life moment because I was like twenty, so yeah. I was a bit like, "Oh, there's loads of stuff going on in my life, and I don't have time for this. I'll have loads of times to see him." Mm-hmm. And then obviously I didn't, um, and I went to book tickets for his microphone and piano tour or whatever it was called which was like six months before he died and it like I was ready to buy tickets and he can't he cancelled the tour he pulled the tickets because um because all the tickets were going up on touting websites that was for crazy loads of yeah, I remember that it was horrible um, wasn't it? so I, obviously I'm I mean no one got to see him so fine but I missed the chance so that sucked um and odd one I do regret this is such a curveball um, I do regret not seeing the Pogues with my dad oh, okay. specifically Aww. because my dad's a massive Pogues fan. I grew up listening to the Pogues and I have such a soft spot for them. And now I won't get a chance to see them. Um, and I wish I had. Yeah. I do wish I had. And I wish I'd seen them with him. I should have. And there were so many times where they played like London or Norwich. Just achievable and I just places. Nev- I could have easily booked tickets for us and I was yeah. just too lazy to do it. And was like, there'll be loads of other times. And then I skipped out every I do, time. I think sometimes I always find it's like with people who die and you're like, oh, I really wish I'd seen them. Like there are a couple of people now where I'm like pretty desperate to see yeah. them before they kick the bucket. Like I haven't seen Springsteen yet and I'm yeah. pretty desperate to see Springsteen. Make sure it happens, yeah. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind seeing Patti Smith for that reason. Yeah. Um, it's just when you become increasingly aware of the fact that people are getting quite old mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I want to see... Like Tom and I were having a conversation the other day about Morrissey and he's got a new album coming out and like what, you know... Do you want to make sure you see him again? Yeah, I do because I feel, he'll, I feel like he'll kick the bucket so he'll kick it and I'd be really nice. I mean I've seen him a bunch anyway but mm. like I think I want to see him one last time so conversely I booked tickets to see the cure um uh probably like seven seven years ago or something and I paid a lot of money to go and see them for a sold out gig like I bought tickets on eBay mm-hmm. and spent a lot of money but was like it's fine because I might not get you the chance and I want to make sure I do see them yeah and then I saw them six more times after that so I've I was like wow why did you spend that much money the first time that's funny I've never seen the cure I'd like to see the cure um we'll go my, next time my yeah they play for ages mm. though right yeah 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 it's like three hour long sets I think I think actually that's probably why I've always been put off seeing them because they play for ages and for a long time there was only like a really specific subset of Q yeah. albums that I was into. Yeah. But actually the older I got, quite I get, a bad the, the older I've gotten, the more I've actually come to appreciate everything. So mm. I think now I probably would be fine about it. But I'm hoping I make sure I see Adam Ant next time he plays Norwich. Oh, go for it. Because every time Adam Ant comes, I say I'm going to go. Then I don't for whatever reason. And then everyone tells me how great it was. Um, so you should go with Suze. I'm taking April's mum, big Suze. Suze bloody loves Adam Ant. We're going to go to Adam Ant together. 
Um, I'd like to do this question next. Yes. Um, and now I'd like to put a caveat on this and say that we can't talk about this for hours. But okay. Oh, no. Von asks. Yes. Which One Direction member is the most of dateable? It was a One Direction question. I know. I've been thinking about this all week, actually. So I'd like you to. Go Have you been thinking about dating One Direction? Which one you? Would... Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm always thinking about dating One Direction. Yeah. But I've been thinking about who's the which most. Which one's the most dateable? Do you want the realistic answer? Go on. It's Niall. Yeah, it is. Niall is the most dateable member of One Direction. Yeah, he's the steady boy. He's down to earth. He's just, there's no... He's got no drama. There's no drama. He's a lovely Irish boy. Lovely Neil. Like, he's just... Yeah, he's just lovely. You're right. He's That's, the most dateable. He's the most because dateable. Because you know that he wouldn't... Because the problem, For a steady relationship. Yeah, the problem with even contemplating dating Harry Styles is that it would be chaos and you would just... Just, I also think I think Niall can actually get away with like going places and not being continuously like yeah. mugged I, dating Liam would be absolute torture I would never touch Liam um, with a barge pole I'm I think sorry Z- the, the more that like more press that Zane does Zane's got too much drama oh god just stop no he's um, slightly yeah, and, too much um, I don't know how I feel about Louis Louis's garbage I love him but, Louis would probably be alright but um, I think Niall's the most dateable Louis would have loads of like issues attached to him like yeah. he he's got the baggage so it's got a lot of baggage. you'd have to take that on at the same time i just think harry's it's... the dream yeah harry's the dream louis like the one night stand yeah um although that would probably fuck him up as well so that's not great um niall's like your go-to boy that you take I home to think, parents i just think that niall would really look after you that your parents would really like him yeah I think Harry, mums would like him. Yeah. I think dads would just be a bit like... My dad would not be keen on like I don't his think my dad fashion would... sense at all. He'd my... be like, who is this guy? My dad probably wouldn't get on with Harry. My dad would get on with Niall though because he plays golf. So... There you go. Sorted. He'd get on with my dad as well because he's a nice Irish boy. Niall. But that's not like the answer I really want to give. But yes, it's Niall. Realistically, it's Niall, but personally yeah if we're being a realist here if i'm realistically dating a member of one direction realistically mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have to date niall yeah that's fine another question from film roast hannah and julia hi hello hi guys um you got you can go on a date with jake gyllenhaal april Would, the, the but show. he has to go as one of his characters <laughs> Who do you pick? Okay, and why? I've got his filmography up here, so I'm just gonna do a quick spin through. Do you want the short answer? Um, a short-ish answer. I could do top three. Go on, top three. Rank them in order. So I think realistically, they're probably. Well, I don't know really. It's all hard. Um, my guts say, um, David Loki from Prisoners. Yes. Um, what just... is number one? Yeah. Mm. Just handsome. He's got nice hair. He's got really good hair. You know that if you got kidnapped by like yeah. a slightly he's got like weird, a steady career. He's got nice tattoos. Yeah. Um, yeah. He enjoys Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks great in a beanie. He knows Hugh Jackman. He knows Hugh Jackman. Um, he's got loads of true crime stories to tell you. He has some cool rings. Yeah. He looks oh, nice God, in, I a, do like in like a black long sleeve. Mm. Um, it probably would be. Yeah. Um, he might be too aloof. Yeah. And like, oh no, a bit. I don't know. You might be, he might be a bit hot and cold. You might not know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, but that there. would be fine, I think. I guess you're that... going. You're going on one date. Um, he's one date. He's yeah. got that haircut. Um, conversely, another alternative would be um, him as Robert Graysmith in the Zodiac. Um, oh, because 
Um, I think he's a bit too nerdy for me in that. No, but I'd be really into, like, let's just talk about cryptography yeah. and, like, cryptograms. You could help him solve the case. Yeah, also, Zodiac is probably my favourite murder, so for me that would be, like, a win-win. Yeah. What, um, you get to partake in your favourite murder case. Yeah. And... Um, or, um, Donnie Darko. Yeah, see, I... It's it's like an oldie, and a, but a goodie. Yeah. I would say Donnie Darko... Because he's so full of teenage angst and yeah, that would be he looks nice and I like his hoodie. Yeah, that hoodie and skeleton combo. Yeah, skeleton outfit combo is like the dream. And he's got like sort of vulnerable puppy vibes. I'd yeah. be quite into that. That would be good. That would be my take. That's a, that's a that's a good take. God, I could honestly talk about this for hours. I know. For that's the question, why I think guys. we're gonna have to go on. Yeah, it was a really good question. Thank you. Um, Rachel. And- Jen, at One Person's Trash is our treasure podcast, say, um, you're the newest big pop star. What's the name of your debut album? <laughs> Just off the cuff, what would you call it? I would call mine. I think I think One Person's Trash is, is such a great album One title. One Person's Trash. Yeah. That's such a great, yeah. I think that would be a great album That encapsulates title. me perfectly. It doesn't. It really um, does. That. Would you go for or... self-titled? No. No? What, Stephanie McKenna. Steph. Steph. Just Stephanie. Steph. Stephanie. Stephanie. You've got to be so like... Stephanie. I always think when people have um, self-titled albums, that's so ballsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when it's early on, it's like you couldn't... Especially with a band, it's like you clearly couldn't think of any album titles. But when yeah. they do it later on, and like, like... you're not good enough. You haven't set that, like, no. bar. You can't just name it off. Like, well, it's just me, isn't it? Going it's just hard. me. Just me. Just me. Um, I would call my monologue because I'm quite good at monologues. And <sighs> all I tend to do is talk, like, out loud. Would it be spoken word? Um, yes, it would be. Yeah, it would probably just be... It would be a bit like Agent Cooper with his tape recorder for Diane. Oh, um, I would. I'd listen to that. That's yeah. At work, I have so at work we work in a split level office. So I'm on a kind of balcony thing, and there are lots of people working below me, and it's a bit of a running thing that I have like a continuous dialogue with myself, and everyone else downstairs just sort of enjoys it. Yeah, that's um, fine. And like, like sometimes interrupt just to laugh at me, but I don't really know I'm doing it. So that would probably be also what my music would sound like, spoken word. Oh, it'd be kind of weird then. Okay, I'm into that. It's a bit experimental. I don't know what mine would be. I'd probably be proper cringe and name it for like a title of a book or something just to prove how literary I was. Yes, please be like that person. Yeah, I think I would. Ulysses. Ulysses. <laughs> Imagine that I would just call my debut album was just Ulysses. Yeah, or something from Ulysses that's like... Really oh, it niche. really, yeah, mine would probably, really would be like a really cringe line from like... I'm looking at your bookcase now trying to work out what it could be. Yeah, it would it would probably be a line from like a Fitzgerald book or a, a Karak book or something. It should be, yeah. Mad to live. Mad. Uh, one from Thomas. Are there any films, books, bands, etc. that you've never watched or read or listened to that are considered essential but that you haven't been... Uh, exposed to or listened to or taken the time to experience um, and have you ever lied about this during a conversation about said piece of pop culture um, 100% yes I think I probably do this most days yeah, oh yeah I've heard that no. um, I probably did it when I was younger to save myself from embarrassment of, of like course. oh I've never seen that um, also there are a lot of things that I've like watched half of yeah, and, I'm and like, then been mm. like why have I never seen the other half of it? like until recently I hadn't seen like the second half of like the Big Lebowski or something which oh, was like yeah. fucking weird yeah um, 
Yeah, God. I hadn't watched The Godfather until last year, and Wes was like appalled, and I was That's like, like, really one sorry. Of his favorite films. I've just never had the chance to. Our friend Jack Redden is like really adamant about how he's never seen Blade Runner. Yeah, he is. And he, like, he I get really annoyed with him because I think Blade Runner is like one of the best. And films Vix I've hasn't made. seen Lost Boys, and she keeps. Vix also hasn't seen any James Bond films, oh, and she that's also hasn't ever heard work by Rihanna. Oh God, she hasn't heard any Rihanna. No. That really upsets me. That she won't even try it. She won't even contemplate Vicks, this it. This has turned into us just being angry at you. I'm just, so sorry. Why won't you try it? There are quite a just lot. Just one song. Just do it, please. Um, there are probably just listen are, to work. <laughs> there probably are quite a lot of. Cla- I mean, I can't absolutely cannot abide anything, like any classic fiction I find it really hard like I my interest has always been no my interest has always been in the contemporary like 20th century onwards Mm. like it's usually post 1945 yeah um but there's a lot of like stuff in like modernist stuff I kind of move into and like a lot of Fitzgerald's obviously written like 20s and stuff Mm. so I I can I mess around with that but I can't do you think there's probably quite a few classics that you have absolutely not name some I'll probably be like no um oh god I don't know. I noted that uh, I've never listened all the way through a Beatles record. Have you not? No. Okay. I've so... never listened to an entire Beatles record wow. ever. Okay. And I'm really not fussed. Okay, that's fine. Sorry. I get it. I don't really... Um, God, this is going to come all out. I'm not fussed about the Beatles, to be honest. I went to see the Beatles no. um, eight days a week film with my mum. Because she's just like a huge Big Beatles fan. fan, and I was like, "Oh, fair play!" Like, I think I like late fair stage. Fair play, mum. That's all right. I, yeah, I like late stage Beatles when they all got a bit weird. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, but I can't imagine. I can't. I physically cannot imagine sitting down and being like, Do "You know what? I'm going to listen to the Beatles today." Yeah, no, it's never been my. I'm thing really either. sorry. Um, um, I've also never listened all the way through. I haven't heard a Ryan Adams record, like a full Ryan Adams record. I've um, only heard songs, okay, but I think you probably knew that already. Fine, that's fine. Um, someone I worked with the other day told me that he thought that Ryan Adams was really overrated, Ooh, and I just had to like not talk to him. That's that's a tough thing. That's to like say. kicking me in the stomach a little bit. Um, yeah, I get that. I understand. Like. I un- I think that I am more understanding now when people don't haven't heard a lot of the stuff I'm super into, especially within our social circle. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't expect you. To. I haven't listened to like loads of hardcore bands. That's like, fine. I'm, it's never been on my radar. I've never been. Bothered, that probably so. actually, in terms of like, have you ever lied about this during a conversation? Yeah, probably loads about hardcore when I was in that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really into them When I was involved in it, I'd be like, yeah, that's great. Literally never heard them. No. Loads of TV shows as well. Yeah, stuff that's considered like like you should have seen. What's essential TV shows? Um, I don't know. Have you seen The Wire? No. I've seen the first season of The Wire. But you've not watched The Wire, okay. No. That's essential. That is on my list, but... I haven't seen The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. And whenever I bring that up, people are like, oh, my God, you've never seen Oh, my God. I just haven't had the time to ever watch it. Yeah, I, I think you'll get that. I didn't That's watch... one for the maternity list, isn't one it? Them, I didn't ever watch it when it was on, and I have just haven't ever had the block of time to actually mm. sit down and watch it. I know I probably really like it, but I just haven't done that. Casablanca? I haven't seen Casablanca. I think I've seen Casablanca, but I don't remember too much about it. No. There's loads of classic films that I probably haven't seen have you read like a single bronte novel uh yeah probably i have a jane austen done. novel i must have read i've i must have read like at least i've read northanger abbey yeah which well, is probably my favorite to be fair 
Um, it's the one I've read, and it happens to be my favourite of the lot. Um, yeah, I just don't really... God, this is awful, isn't it? I just don't really like classic fiction. That's fine. It's just a bit like everyone's a bit... It's very heavy. Oh, God, yeah. It's a bit wordy. It's a bit wordy. I mean, I'm a sucker for it, but... But, but however, on the flip side, I love a period drama and we'll watch it. Yeah. So... Period dramas are great. Yeah, but I, yeah. I like can't bother to read the book, but like we'll happily watch a, a ten well, part. That's what it's there for. TV. It's like, it's like books, isn't it? <laughs> that's like books without thinking. Books for your eyes. Yeah. Books for your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Readings with your eyes. <laughs> it's like when I used to work in Blockbuster and people would get really annoyed about films with subtitles and be like, uh, if I wanted to read a book, I'd fucking read one. Um, okay. Several people I know can't watch films without subtitles on, even if it's in like English. They yeah. have to have the subtitles on. I went through a stage of doing that um, with television, um, but it was probably mostly things that I couldn't understand as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, cool story, bro. Um, this question is from Sean Sheehy. Sean says, Sheehy! This sort of, um, says, after seeing you'd read the 2001-2011 NYC rock book, which other scenes fascinate you? And if you could be a part of any music scene ever, what would it be? Oh my God, that's a huge question. Um, I am reading this book at the moment by Lizzie Goodman called Meet Me in the Bathroom, which is a retrospective of pretty much like, um, the New York music scene at the early 2000s. Nice. Which is like my life. Um, and it's really, really good. And it just makes me really depressed about how I wasn't of that age. Yeah. Like, I was way too young. I was, like, in my early teens as opposed to being, like, teenager, early 20s to even really in- indulge in it to that level. Yeah. Um, so I've always really... That part of my enjoyment of that book, book has just been, like, fuck, I really wish I'd, like, been, been able around. to go to, like, those early LCD sound system shows and, yeah. like, see the strokes of the Mercury Lounge for the first time. But... um any other music scene um i would quite like to have like i guess been in able to go and see a lot of the like really early like dc bands mm-hmm. like minor threat and like i'd like to have seen like the early fugazi shows yeah that would have been cool being involved in that like diy scene would have been great um i also think that i'd like to have been around like that kind of like post-punk era yeah like I really like the t- talking heads and stuff, and I think seeing like been around for them in their in their early iteration when that was like I don't know end of the seventies early eighties kind of era that would be pretty sick. Mm. Um, what about you? I would obviously have liked to have been around when goth was at its peak. Oh, that would have been like, so good. There's I remember when I went into the like there was a local exhibition at one of the museums here. Um, uh, about music and they had like a gig flyer for like Susie and the Banshees supported by The Cure and it cost like, oh god I remember 50. that and we were like, and I was like wow fucking kidding me like imagine that just being like your local gig back in the day that's why I think about like so many of like it would have been so good whenever you when you do do re- um, reflectives on like musical scenes and mm. you see the lineups and you're just like I can't believe that was even a thing yeah like, but that's part unreal. like coming back to that book that's been the thing that's been insane has been like imagine seeing like all of those bands that are like huge now mm. like all in the same bill and they were all playing for like 25 minutes mm. that's mad to me yeah i also went through a phase that we've discussed before as a teenager when i was a bit glam uh, i was really obsessed with like the club kids oh god that would be yeah, amazing and I, yeah i just like ate all of that shit up and was really into like the story of like michael Alig and all of that that would I be to vibe and i was so obsessed with club kids and i wished i could have experienced that in some sort of parallel world but also not because that would be amazing gross and people dying and being cut up and yeah i dismembered. think it... but 
also just yeah it's more that musical musical era for sure yeah another one from tristan if you had a thousand dollar shopping spree where would you go and what would you buy um i probably would just buy loads of food so, yeah, thousand dollars is Firstly, not that much. Is it? I don't know. Like, I think I'd probably just how buy. How much is that? Like six hundred pounds. Current exchange rate is probably <laughs> like really you're really being really optimistic. Seven hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, it's probably about seven hundred fifty pounds. I'd probably just buy some nice clothes. Yeah, like just Boring stuff. I know like how last. we were saying earlier that we'd go shopping at Marks and Spencers for food. I'd yeah. probably do like the world's best Marks and Spencers food shop. That's what I mean. I'd do like a big shop mm. in like Marks and, and buy clothes. Or if I could have an Amazon voucher, I know I shouldn't buy on Amazon, but if I could just buy loads and loads of like books and DVDs, books and, DVDs and... and just fill my whole house with stuff that's really not necessary, I'd yeah, probably do that. Yeah, I think I'd do a, a big, big M&S shop every week. Yeah, um, that would probably last you like four weeks, by the way. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I would buy just some nice clothes. There's a whole bunch of, I like jackets quite a lot and shoes. I like, I'm thinking of like, when you say nice clothes, I'm just thinking of you coming out of like, having bought a suit, <laughs> like a suit made, a suit and a hat. <laughs> no, it would be like a scene uh, a in- A brown um, suit. <laughs> it'd be like the scene in Clueless where they go shopping. And a cane. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, I just buy loads of shit, loads of Carhartt and stuff I can't afford all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's true. Well, the stuff that I like maybe would buy one thing of and then not buy anything. I buy like else one of. really expensive pair of shoes and then cry that I'd wasted my money on one pair oh, of gosh, shoes. Oh, yeah, I have a real issue with spending money. So, as in, like, I don't like spending money. So, I think I'd find it really difficult. Yeah. I would just buy, like, probably just buy loads of, like, nice, like, APC, like, nice shirts and trousers. Probably. Do I have to spend? Can I invest it in an ISA? Is that? <laughs> I'd probably do um, that. Make myself a little bit more money on the that's side. That's like such a mum thing. I'd invest it. Do. That's my answer. I'd put on some horses. I'd go on a spree to the bank be off and down invest the... it in my savings account. I'd be off down the racetrack. Oh my god, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> in my suit. Like fucking Thomas Shelby. <laughs> yeah, I'd be. I'd get a flat cap and a long coat. I do want a long coat. So with a Brummie I'd, accent. With a Brummie accent, I'd be. I'd pick up smoking. I'd, and can I buy Killian Murphy? I could, yeah. For well, a for pounds? a thousand pounds, I don't know. Maybe for like a night, but that's all right. <laughs> so you're saying, sorry. I'd buy some really expensive alcohol. No, 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 I just want to go back to this. You're sorry. saying if you had a thousand dollars, you would, you would basically, you hire a Killian prostitute. <laughs> you, would, you would offer, you'd, you'd offer Killian Murphy a thousand pounds to spend the evening with you. Yes. Okay. That's, I can't disagree with that. Oh, exactly. That sounds like a really appropriate use of money. You ain't arguing with that. No, 100% not. Um, Candace Popperwell says, are you Black Sails fans? Would love to hear your thoughts. I've never seen Black Sails, so can you take the floor? <laughs> yes, I have seen Black Sails. Um, it's got the be- April, it's got the best theme tune you have ever heard <laughs> in your whole life. It's like a proper foot stomping little theme tune. Is it really piratey? It is, yeah, it's so piratey. And once you hear it, just once it's with you for like a week. Okay, Candace, I'm going to listen to this you afterwards. You have to listen to the theme tune. Let's put the theme tune up on Twitter off YouTube. It's so good. Okay, well, it's yeah. foot stomping and great. Um Black Sails is uh I don't know, a pirate TV show. Um it's it's pretty good. I've enjoyed it. I haven't caught up on it completely. I think we watched the first I think Wes and I watched the first two seasons pretty much back to back and then because of life getting in the way, we haven't watched it recently. We need to catch up. Um it's pretty fun. It's just a bit nonsensey in my in my opinion, but good fun pretty campy um I like you've it got long stuff... john silver on there 
he's oh so, a... sorry it's actual pirate people yeah, it's not like yeah, randos yeah. Oh, okay. no no randos you know the guy who plays um you remember the jane eyre adaption with ruth um what's her name Ruth Wilson, Love yes. of My Life, yeah. Yes, and uh, the guy who played Rochester, yeah. whose name escapes me, who's also in um, that horror film with Danny Dyer, who's also escapes me. Um, I know exactly who you yes. know. Can't remember his name. He's in it, sure. um, and I quite fancy him, so that's good. Um, and there's a guy who's got a really good voice in it called, like, Charles Bane. I'll in, um, um, I'll, I shall investigate this. It is it's pretty good fun. It it's pretty like it's campy. Fun. Um, there's not a lot of women in it and that sticks out like a sore thumb but fine are there many um, lady pirates I'd watch a lady pirate exactly show. there should be more there should be more lady pirates especially because all those guys are like mostly a bunch of wine bags so they should just you know if there were more women there they'd just have to get on with things I reckon we'd be tending to pull their socks up um, Black Cells is pretty fun I'm definitely going to investigate um, this one is from, I'll do two of these actually, because the first one I'll, I'll answer immediately and the second one is very interesting. Um, Jasmine and Ellen at High Expectations ask, um, if our podcast did a host exchange for two special episodes, what pairing would work best? Jasmine and April and Ellen and Steph or the other way around? What would the episodes be about? Um, Jasmine and I would probably do an episode together about the National and Interpol and all of the other indie bands that we apparently like. So um, that's immediately what it would be about. The second part of this, I'm going to ask you, um, because this is hilarious, mostly because the last three things I have seen are fucking depressing. Um, They said, think of the last three films you saw. Which world would you like to, A, live in for a week, B, live in for the rest of your life, three, steal someone back to your world to live with? Um, can I just tell you the last three films? Yeah, that I go saw on because they might be as bad as mine. Um, the last, the last film I saw was It. Yes, me too. The, before that, it was Detroit. Yes, and before that, I watched The Girl on the Train. <laughs> so well, I can beat that. I watched It. Mm-hmm. I watched Detroit, mm-hmm. and I watched Anthropoid. <laughs> <laughs> Depressing. So, which one would you want to uh, live in for a week? Living for a week. Um, I think I could probably tolerate maybe living with Justin Theroux in Girl on the Train. Yeah. Before I realised that he's actually a massive creep. Yeah, fine. That would be fine. That would work. I'm going to go with, because there's no right answers in this situation. There's no right answers. Um, I'm going to have to hang out with the Nazis for a bit. So let's do a week with the Nazis because I might be able to get like a fumble with, yeah, Killian Murphy in that time. Yeah, that's fine. But, hopefully would be out of the way before i don't know it the holocaust off. yeah um yeah so what about probably, living for the rest of your life um i'd probably choose <laughs> the lesser of three evils i'd probably choose it because at least I, i'd have some good friends so i was gonna say i'd be quite happy living in Derry, maine it seems like a very quaint town yes i um, mean everyone's dying and going missing and there's some horrible but only every 27 years yeah so you'd at least get like that's maybe like at the most, max, like three bad runs. Yeah, probably. because also, yeah, that's fine. You I could think. go on holiday for that bit. It had a nice library. Yeah. like It's, it's got a really nice library and some good friends. Um, quite pretty. I don't it's know. It's quite right. picturesque. We could probably do up that house on Nebold Street. And it's quite it a nice like house. It looks like it could have a bit of, like, it's probably going for quite Character. cheap. Character. If we get rid of the lepers. We could flip it. We could, like, buy it for cheap and then sell it for loads. Yeah. That sounds like and a good And then idea. that means every 27 years we can go away for a year. 
I'd love that. We've worked it out. That's it. And um, steal so someone, means... steal someone from back to your world to live in. Um, I'd probably just take John Boyega. From yeah, Detroit. me too. He's Absolutely. Nice. Um, yeah. I just don't think I could deal with. Funnily enough, it being an actual point in real time. Um, I don't think I could deal with being in that moment even no, for a week. No, he seemed like he was okay, so that's fine. Oh, I mean, they're both. Like, your three films and, and my three films are thoroughly depressing and there's probably no... God. Imagine having to choose between Detroit and Anthropoid as a place Oh, okay. Actually, do you know what? I, mean, I might take Richie from It. He seemed like yeah. a laugh. I he'd like, be a nice son. He'd be a nice, like, pal. He'd be a bit of a shit, but he might be a nice mm, son. He had cool glasses and he's, like, pretty adorable, so... Yeah. Maybe that would be a better answer. And basically, the lesser of three evils is that we would live forever in Derry, Maine, um, and the other two are just not not ones you'd want to consider ever no. really so. i think if anything this is a wake-up call that we just stop watching depressing films we need films. to watch more upbeat films uh here's one from the drsa podcast um they ask how does the recent joss whedon scandal affect your opinion of his work well i think probably in one word badly but <laughs> yeah negatively um, I it's really interesting because um, we've talked before about how much we admired Joss Whedon's work. We are big Buffy fans. Um, Buffy is one of the best feminist characters or yeah, female characters. One of the best TV shows ever. Um, so it's slightly um, depressing <laughs> as a downer that he's actually a massive, massive creep. And um, this just seems to keep happening with everyone. Yeah, I almost wasn't it? surprised at the um, time just because it. I mean, who is there left? Really, I'm struggling. But yeah. um, it's a it's. Yeah, it's I, c- I can barely be surprised anymore, but I was a bit surprised. I think for me, it's going to make me just really like not want to engage with his work. New going work, forward. Especially going yeah. forward. I don't think it necessarily affects how I feel about Buffy no. and everything before that. But in terms of actually being involved in anything. Like, please don't attach him to Wonder Woman or yeah, Catwoman no. or, you know, any any kind of that kind of vibe. I just think um, I'll be avoiding it. I just think it's a Yeah, it's a I think real... it's tainted the rest of his career, personally, yeah. in a way that... I mean, I probably wasn't... I mean, I haven't... He's obviously been involved in Avengers and a lot of kind of superhero films, and I'm not massively fussed about them anyway. No, we so don't really So that was never, that like, a big deal to me. No. And we kind of had the slight... We had a precursor to this in uh, the Wonder Woman script, mm-hmm. so which you know was pretty depressing um so yeah i think you're right just going forward i'm not gonna feel kind of enthusiastic about projects that are attached to his name i think the main thing for me i'm just pleased that it's all come out because if someone's a trash bag i'd rather know about it oh yeah i would also rather know about it than uh it to be kept under wraps for so long yeah completely Another one from Thomas is, um, if you had to pick one book to be made into a film that hasn't already been adapted, what would it be? Who would it star? Who would direct? Um, I really want A Little Life to be adapted. Yes. Do you know what? I was about to say I could guess what yours would be and it would be A Little Life. I simultaneously do want it to be adapted, but then also don't because it will never fill up to my expectations. That said, I definitely want it to be be made into a film. Who would be in it? Who would be in it? That's quite a hard question. Um, I, I don't, don't know. know. I in that. my head, yeah, um, I think that Jude would be played by Rami Malek. Yeah, because that's exactly that's, when I was reading yeah. the book. Um, Is that who you were picturing? Yeah, like, it was who yeah. I was picturing. Like basically, someone that was sort of like, because they're quite in the book. They're quite vague about like Jude's ethnic background. 
because he's he's got quite a you know tumultuous past, so you don't really know much about him. And Rami Malek tends to sort of get put in those roles. I don't know, but I think he would be a very very good Jude. He has that kind of simultaneously like slightly strange, but then also like breaks your heart with a look. Um, I always think I think I pictured Willem as being someone like Garrett Headland or Arnie Hammer as well. Oh yeah, that kind of like Scandinavian yeah. vibe. Arnie Hammer, yeah. Um, I the other two I don't really know, but. They would be my main two. Um, who would I like to direct it? I don't know. He would no, be good I at think that's really tough. That. Yeah. That's tough. It would have yeah. to be someone that has the, like, Paul Thomas Anderson would be interesting. Yeah. Because he's known for doing big kind of sprawling projects. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. That would be a, I feel like that might have to be more, no, I think it would have to be one film. I don't think you could, I can't, I don't think, no. I know it's a big book, but I don't think you could make multiple films out of that book. It's one story. Yeah. I, in, on the flip side of that, though, it would be really interesting if it was directed by a woman. Yeah. Because I feel it like... could make a good TV show. Yeah. Actually, I think when we talked about it, played being... out over like 10 episodes. It'd be or like something. a good HBO like it would. adaptation, maybe. Someone picked that up. You know, someone's going to pick that up at some point. They probably already have picked it up. It's actually quite hard to think of anything that hasn't already been done. And like, yeah. I think we've mentioned before, um, one of uh, a book that I read in like the last couple of the years, um, The Little Stranger by Sarah Waters, I really wanted that to be adapted and that has been picked up. So that's going to happen at some point. Um, I was thinking about how difficult it would be um, to do something like Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders. They're making um, it into a film though. They are making it into yeah. a film. See, they keep making it stuff, but I can't... I don't know how that would work. Um, we, maybe we, it could have like a lynching treatment, but I don't know. We, um, I think it might be like Jim Jarmusch-y kind okay. of like talking heads yeah. kind of thing because so much of the, obviously the whole point in that is that it's so many different people. We listened to part of the audio book of it when we were driving yes, I remember you saying. on holiday and that was really interesting because it's every single character in the book is done by a different person. Yeah. It's not just one person reading yeah. it. So I do think it would end up being a bit like Kind of little I don't vi- know how that little would vignette, itself, sort of really. like that like, kind of like coffee yeah. and cigarettes. It kind of would be that vibe, I think. Mm. Um, another one, I think that I just saw on my bookshelf as we are here. Um, I'd like to maybe see an adaptation of Emma Klein's The Girls. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be um, good. Um, that could have a pretty Sophia cool, Coppola would yeah. be pretty good for that. But then I think that's because of how so much of it reminded me of the Virgin Virgin Suicides, Suicides and that yeah, kind of summary that vibe. kind of hazy. Yeah, like that's, that hazy attention to detail. That's how I described yeah. it. I think when we were talking about it, that yeah. kind of thing. I think that would be. I really, think you're really right with good. that. I um, I had a quick look back at sort of yeah books in like the past year that I've really enjoyed. There was one by uh, Josh Gaylord. Don't laugh. Um, called uh, it was called When We Were Animals, which was kind of like a coming of age story um about like a kid kids turning into werewolves but it's very coming of agey and i thought that would fit like the kind of post-horror thing we were talking about last time really well Mm -hmm. that would Um, be interesting kind of in the same you know maybe the same collection as like it follows and things like that that would make a really cool horror film i read um the animators by kayla ray whittaker this year oh yeah really really enjoyed it and because so much of that revolves around kind of pop culture and anime yeah. like the, the, mm. it's called the animators because the two characters in it are um film animators mm. they make their own kind of it's like a cartoon biopic of one of the characters like her growing up and sort of the troubles that she had growing up and i think that will be that i'm sure that will be optioned and end up mm. making into a film because i think that it would really transfer to the yeah. screen as well okay another uh, another question from lee 
was uh, which song always makes you cry? Um, which songs always make me cry? Um, most songs, Most probably. songs make me cry because I'm a horrendously emotional person. Crier. Um, 95% of songs by The National unsurprisingly make, you cry. make me yeah. cry. Um, Didn't you say that listening to the new album made you cry the other day? Oh, yeah, I was... Um, God, this is so embarrassing. Well, not really embarrassing because it's just such a true well, reflection. Well, I feel like we've, we've embarrassed ourselves a fair It's just a true podcast, reflection so. as, of who I am as a grown-up. Um, <laughs> I was listening to it for the first time about 7 a.m. yesterday morning and was just, like, weeping because mm. it was just so overwhelming. Um, hard to find by the National in particular. It just feels like a gut punch. Um, there are loads of Ryan Adams songs, which just yeah. absolutely make me ball. Shadowlands is a big one for me. Um to be alone with you by Sufjan Stevens. Oh yeah, is like one of the most beautiful songs ever in the entire world. But then it's also so much like filled with so much melancholy that that just absolutely makes me cry. Like I can't even hear the opening mm. bars of it without just like turning to mush. Um, so those are my my main three really: Sufjan, Sufjan, Ryan Adams. Yeah, anything by those guys is usually gonna make me cry. What about you? There are quite a few, I was just thinking, there are quite a few Bowie songs that I really struggle with. So I really struggle, I actually do often avoid listening to Heroes if oh, it came Heroes on for Heroes makes me go. It makes me cry a lot. It either, like at the very least, it gives me like real goosebumps. Mm -hmm. um, but if I'm in a particularly vulnerable mood, that will just make me cry. The opening of Life on Mars makes me yeah. absolutely wobble. Yeah. That I can't, there's so many Bowie songs that do that. I still, like, I I haven't, when um, when Black Star came out, yeah. um, pretty much all of that was horrendous, like, hard to listen to, obviously, because it had such a, you know, profound meaning at the time. But I still don't really listen to that record because I still find it too hard to listen to. Yeah, Lazarus in particular is, like, yeah. proper difficult. I think difficult. that's one for, like, a few years' time. It's still a bit too fresh. Um, and also, it's uh, obvious-ish, but... Um, Prince originally wrote Nothing Compares to You, um, which oh. was obviously uh, adopted as a song by Sinead O'Connor, and I don't like the Sinead O'Connor version. The Prince version, the original Prince version of Nothing Compares to You is amazing. For the longest um, time, I didn't realise that. And then yeah. I heard his version, and I was like, Jesus. It's, like... It's, so, it's amazing, and that always makes me cry. I have it on, like, a few... I feel like if I have, a like, Prince playlists, I always tend to have that song on there. But I often skip it if I'm not feeling like ready for no, it. I can't are... be walking down the street listening to it. Cause it no, there there are a bunch of songs that like if they come on, I just instantly have to just be like, nope, like not dealing with that today because they just make me go too much. They're um um in some my arms by um, Nick Cave. Oh my god, like, yeah. I just can't physically. And can't also that to again, that recent Nick Cave album. Oh, um, I can't listen to. When we watched. Uh, once is it once more with feeling what's it called once more one more time with feeling i think it's once more with feeling isn't it but whichever one it was um and uh there's the song at the end with um nick cave's son uh sings his own song in the end credits um i i haven't listened to that song since and i don't think i ever could because that absolutely haunted me um i think there's probably loads that i've forgotten but um they're the main ones that came to mind Tristan says, um, which people influence your fashion sense? I don't know if I do have anyone in... I don't know. Do I have people in particular, do you think? 
Um, just I... pretty much every celebrity I admire ever, probably. Yeah, but, um... probably. I feel like most of the time I dress like an extra from, like, the movie Singles. Yeah. Just look like I've been chucked out of a Pearl Jam concert in like yeah. 1995. Just a lot of plaid. Just a lot of plaid. Oprah wears a lot of plaid. Just really heavily influenced. She by just loves the... denim and plaid. Just love denim and plaid. I'm just really heavily influenced by the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Did go through like a phase in the like when I was a teenager of like dressing like I was in a shit indie band. Yeah. That was a thing. Did Did you ever wear ties? No, did I didn't ever phase? wear a tie. Oh no, actually, I did go through a phase of wearing a tie. Um. And I also went through a phase um, when I was like a bit more goth of wearing like a white shirt with like a velvet bow thing around my neck. That's adorable. So yeah, that was a thing. I that think I went mine through. was like simultaneously influenced by like Interpol and like the Strokes and all of that lot, but then also like Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Like it's weird. Like oh, I just look. I'm just smart, but also I'm just really cool. Yeah. Gross. Um. Yeah. I don't really know who influences my fashion sense now. If I could dress like. Kat Von D and it was appropriate I think I'd do it yeah that's fair if I could have her haircut and her makeup and probably 90% of her clothes I'd be chill with that there are people whose style like really yeah. admire but like I'd, I'd no way I think maybe able. there's elements I see but I don't know if there's, there's anyone no one I tend to mine tends to just be like I don't know not themed that sounds really lame but yeah I probably haven't stopped dressing any different to I did when I was a teenager I really like I people- went full circle I, sort I of feel like I've come had back. my vibe when I was younger and then you get into like your early 20s and you desperately try and break out of it and get into other things and then you end up like looping back around to what you originally liked because that's what you're genuinely into anyway. Yeah, like I really admire people like Maggie Gyllenhaal and like um, Chloe Sweeney, like their style, mm. but it's not, I don't think it's necessarily anything that like I would try and ape for myself. No. I just like the fact that they just... Oh, the timer is up. I set the timer. I enjoyed that timer. Um, it was really good. Finish <laughs> the question. I, yeah, people like Maggie Gyllenhaal and Chloe Sweeney, like, I really admire their style and how they put themselves together. I would never be able to, well, I feel as though I would never be able to wear 95% of what they wear, but I just feel like they take risks and are slightly different yeah. to, like, mainstream, like, celebrity fashion, which I kind mm. of like. That's sort of interesting. But um, I don't, yeah, my mine's not really people that influenced it is just by like things is it more things and yeah i feel like i'm everything i do is is very like who i am is very heavily influenced by pop culture and like the subcultures that i've yeah that's how i feel so and that it's the same as in like you know for for me like all of my friends i don't know being like heavily tattooed is completely you know whatever but for people on the outside, like my colleagues at work, I forget that that's not like their experience yeah. in the same way. So I guess I forget that other people around me aren't as heavily influenced by their interests. It is as funny, I am. isn't it? Because I I think I get that a lot. Like I'll be in meetings, like like you know grown up meetings, yeah. and like I know that people like people, people are looking. just like staring at my arms. And I'm just thinking like this is so weird. And most of that comes from yeah, most of what I dress like or the the conversations that I have or the things that I'm into yeah they're heavily influenced by like books and when I say culture I don't mean like media I mean like yeah like the books and the music that I enjoy and I'm really heavily influenced by that every day and lots of people aren't like people are like oh I enjoy music and I enjoy this band but it wouldn't have a lasting impact in a way that I think think it does with like our friendship yeah completely I think that says a lot of like the way that 
all the things that you're involved in when you're growing up and also like what your friends are like socially mm-hmm. and things like that I think that's you that for me probably and like for you as well has more influence on like how, how I am and how I project myself yeah. more than like you know any like looking I'm not someone that would be like oh like you know insert like Cheryl Cole is wearing that so I'm yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah, wear yeah. that or yeah. like Little Mix are doing this or like that like yeah. I, I admire them like that's you know mm. that's them like Rihanna mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with every single thing that Rihanna wears oh, but I do not take I'm obsessed with but I would never wear it yeah I, I don't take influence I think and, like, even Beyonce, if I could I probably wouldn't wear yeah, it yeah people like Beyonce and like you know Lady Gaga like yeah. all those people like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with what they wear and various things but I would never take influence from no, it no I so. wouldn't seek to replicate it anyway um, just the last one from Hannah and Julia, again, from Film Roast. Um, why are you so amazing? Oh, thanks. Oh, just thanks. Down. Just down. Um, obsession of the week. My question to you, yeah. Steph McKenna, yeah. is what is your obsession of the week? Okay, my obsession of the week is... What have I been obsessing about this week? The finale of Twin Peaks. Fine, we'll do, go into that another time. We do need to go into that um, at some point. I feel like I'm rehashing old things. I'm obsessed with that. The Skarsgård family, because that, they've been, they've been pretty good. That's a very good At the one. It premiere, seeing Alex and Bill together was pretty we, special. Um, we were 1,000 million, billion percent linked to... I think I might have already done it on Twitter, but yeah. I'm going to do it again, because those pictures of Bill and Alex at the premiere of It... Just priceless. Pri- absolutely priceless. Yeah. Like, just what a good family. Oh, of, yeah. Genetically, like, just... They're so handsome. Yeah. Just gorgeous human beings great and also uh i had my first pumpkin spice latte today so i guess autumn is coming and i'm pretty really cold into that as well it felt really cold and i'm um, into being able to wear a jumper tonight when we go out and um autumn's coming that's pretty cool jumpers and pumpkin spice lattes you're basically taylor swift i am i don't know i don't want to be in a non-snaky way or no actually thinking about me probably in a little bit of a snaky way but like in a cool way, in a, in a crying cool, in a cool way, crying in a cool way. What's your obsession of the week? Um, mine is twofold. Go on. Um, my entire week has been preoccupied by two things. Um, I saw Interpol a week oh, ago. Oh yes, it was brilliant. Um, I've spent a lot of time this week googling Daniel Kessler yeah. at Interpol. Um, if you are in any way aware of who he is, cool one. If um, you don't, she'll make sure you, you are. I'll make sure you are. He's just really handsome and has nice socks. Um, and Why are his socks in particular so good? He always wears patterned or coloured socks. And then when he plays guitar, you can see them. Oh. And it's just this like really I nice thought you were going to say thing. he always wears pants on his feet. And I was like, <laughs> no. Such on, an unusual thing to on do. On Friday, he was wearing like black and white striped socks. Okay. And he was wearing black suit and black shoes. It was just quite cool. He's quite a cool person. Um, I was really obsessed with him when I was about 13. Well, it hasn't really gone was, away then, has it? No, just thought he was this absolute shit, so it was great seeing him. He's the shit. He's the shit. And um, The National released a new album yesterday, and it's brilliant. Yay! So I'm really obsessed with that. Cool, so that was us. Um, you can find us online at Twitter, the thirst, soundcloud.com forward slash the thirst pod. On iTunes, you just search for us at the thirst, and you can email us if you want to send us some more questions for any future AMA yeah, Q&As um, thethirstpod at gmail.com thank you to everyone who sent us a question thank you for everyone who gave us a question Thanks, after everyone. we pestered them we yeah. hope that this was enjoyable had some good questions had some I was good questions them. I was very impressed food so. for thought food for thought uh, bye goodbye
Battery, battery. Bat- What's that Metallica trees. battery song? How's it going? Batteries. How does battery by Metallica go? Uh, Quick Google it. I don't know. Uh, that's, I hope you don't know. Give me fuel, give me fire, give, give me love, 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 Okay. Do you know this song? Nope. Batteries. <laughs> Having a sing. Batteries. <laughs> batteries. 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 Double A. Double A. Double A. Double A. 